You're listening to Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. On today's episode, Nicole asked me a question about how I started using vulgar language, and it leads us to a conversation about how sometimes God will rip us from our safe spaces to help us realize that he is the safe space. Now, Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. So, in listening to the guy who we listening to on the podcast, he, you know, he mentioned his friend and how if you were to hit, you know, chop her foot off, you wouldn't get, you know, so, um, you wouldn't get like curse words or swear words coming out because of it. You know, you probably get something different because everybody responds to pain and hurt and anger differently but if it were him and it happened to him you would get all of you know the cursing and the um all that other stuff and so my question was to you what made you and why do you curse and the reason I asked that is because one it's something you never did never really seemed interested in only listening to because it was funny (laughs) and two sometimes sometimes and i know you may notice it too sometimes it seems like you're forcing it out so a friend of mine at work not gonna call the name out um um, has the initials KJ. That way you know who we're talking about. Yeah. That way you know who we're talking about. Um, she um, noticed that I would use words like frick, burn, shoot, crap, um, and, and those sort of things. But I would use them a lot. Like, and so one day she was saying to me, like, you know, you, I don't know why you edit yourself the way that you do because you're basically thinking the words. You're just not saying them. And so I thought about that and there was a there was a hint there was a bit of truth to that. And I realized that the only reason why I wasn't using those words is because I was afraid of what people might think if I used those words as minister, pastor, churchgoer, Christian. And so I've never had a problem with anyone who's ever used those words nor judged anyone mm. for being Christian or unchristian for using them. Yeah. And so for me, um, that's why I started using them. Um, I mean, the, the, the crap, darn, shoot, those words um, hold just as much weight to me as the actual curse words. Um, but, it's all, but it's always been a matter of you know, just it's always been an image thing for me. You so know? why choose to say the curse word? Um, I guess for me, it's it's because I'm thinking them, and I when I was in, I guess in my trying to ex trying to express myself more, being more honest with myself about how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, I wanted to get out of the um out of the mindset of editing myself for the sake of somebody else editing myself for the sake of other people editing myself for the sake of the image that i'm trying to uh, that i was trying to uphold um and so for me it's for me it's about just being honest if i'm thinking it might as well say it so then that brings me to that i'm glad you said that because you saying that is making me think about this do we not sometimes edit ourselves for others um, because we are Christ followers? Like I think to myself, and and please tell me, correct me. Like Jesus didn't edit himself, but he edited himself. Did he not? Because he could have told people, you know more than what he told them 
What did he say? I didn't tell them because if I would have told them, then they wouldn't have crucified Um, You know, I think about, you know, when they, when that, when that, I can't say incident, when that crap, what did happen <laughs> with him, like, he could have stopped it. But if I think about it, he edited himself so that it could happen. So how do we know and or should we edit ourselves sometimes either, and I'm talking this out, okay, either because we're Christians or for the betterment of the kingdom. Does that make sense? Am I making sense with my question? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I just don't know if I'm going to make sense with my answer. So that's why we're talking it out. Feel free to (laughs) unfiltered. Um, okay, big time like, because we have not talked about this no. at all. Um, <laughs> so everything you about to say and I'm saying, we don't know nothing. Right. <laughs> so for for me, I think it, it, there's there's a several there's several things at play with that. One is intent. Mm-hmm. What 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 am I what am I what am I trying to do? In what I'm saying, like what is what is the intent behind what I'm saying? Like, you know, I knew for myself, I wasn't trying to be cool. I wasn't okay. trying. I wasn't trying to be one with the in crowd. That was I. I, I knew that going in because I know a lot of my folk who I worked with. They use these words up and down, left, right, sideways. You know it. They do it. Mm-hmm. Like they were using these words backward long before I was, and for a long time, I wasn't using them around them. That's mm-hmm. why I was using the crap, the shoot, the derns and all that stuff. So I wasn't trying to be cool. I, and I've had to really check myself on that because again, I know how I can get sometimes, you know, my two mm-hmm. self, you know, always wanting to, you know, make others like me or care or whatever. And so, so the first thing for me is intent. What are, what is, what, what is what you're saying and how it's coming out going to provide any type of value, I guess. And I guess that that goes that 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 actually something that I should be more mindful of moving forward, um, because I don't just want to be slinging them out just for so the sake of like a nuance thing. Yeah, absolutely. Shades of gray. Absolute shades of gray, which goes kind of to my second point, because um, I don't think that everybody should have those words. What I mean by that is. You and I can have a conversation and I can use those words, but to a complete stranger, it may be a little, I was just about to say, right, a little more awkward. Depends, like it depends on the person's circumstance situation. The conversation that you and I would have and how we would word it mm-hmm. is not how we would word it with our kids or say right, parents. Or, right, right. Or, okay. church members or church members who don't get it. Or you know, even our coworkers. Coworkers, or, bosses. Like it's like I was telling somebody, um, I was telling somebody um, uh, who who wanted to who wanted to tell their boss off. She was like, "Yeah, I wanted to tell my boss off, but I'm trying to make this money, so I can't tell my boss what I really wanted to say, which was blankety blank 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 blank." Instead, I told them, "I completely understand where you're coming from, and so I thank you for the criticism." That's true. And going, right, right, and so it's like so it really depend it depends on a lot of things, mm-hmm. situation, time. Level of importance. Like I tell people all the time, there's a difference between being transparent and being vulnerable. Transparency means that I'm the same person in every place that I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing up just because I'm at work or I'm at home. You still you're gonna get the essence of me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can that be the possible essence. though? It's the essence of me. Okay. So I'm not gonna be a scared little kid at at the at the job, but then I'm yeah. a ferocious lion. Yeah. At, at home. No, if I'm a ferocious lion at home, I want to be a ferocious lion at work. But the method by which I present that, it, it right. Right, for ferocity. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, but but how I present it will be different depending upon proximity, closeness, how close I am to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's how sometimes cliques can kind of form at work, where I'm real cool with these people, but over there I'm really presentable. Yeah. And you know, and and so you know, there. So again, there's a difference for me between being transparent, where you see you, you what you see is what you get, and then vulnerability, which means how much access you have to me to, 
all okay. it. No. So like how much access you have to that transparency? To that to to that transparency, yes. Okay. You see all of me. Yeah. But how much access do you have to who do am I going to give you to me? So I can have these, I can talk to you any kind of way, quote unquote, with you. Oh my god. But I can't talk to you, talk to this person over here just any kind of way. Like I gotta <gasps> Is that not how Jesus treats us? Yes. Like yes. he doesn't talk to you or he didn't talk to the three every, the same way he treated the, the twelve way. the same way he treated oh the seventy gosh. the same way he treated the, the ones who came who wanted him the ones who didn't want him like didn't he tell his disciples more than he told others Not bingo bingo oh, I get it okay mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. and okay. so it's not that so I'm and I'm and with trust we're not saying. That Jesus was out here cussing yeah, yeah. with his disciples. Yeah, and we don't know. We don't. But we don't. But that's what I'm saying. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. He might have been like, you know what? Hey, when he he's come, come that's over here. Be a question. Listen. Have you ever cursed? Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Like <laughs> when they finished you, <laughs> did you say something? <laughs> you say something. <laughs> exactly. What's we don't say? know. We don't like, know. And so, um, and so, and so that's why for me, um, you know, that's how I view it. Like, I'm not going to go to my mom's house and be yeah, giving a bunch yeah. of, I won't even say the D word. I'm scared to say the H word, you know, to, to them, mm -hmm. you know, in front of them, because, you know, I don't want them to be looking at me, you know, sideways and want to cuss, want to cuss me out for cussing him, you know, or even just saying a cuss word. Um, even yesterday when we were playing, um, we were playing the game, um, playing connect four with your cousin, yeah, like I was like, well, your brother, yes, your brother. Um, but, um, but even then I was like, okay, I don't know. Cause we, I mean, cause we, we cool, either, we know? cool, but I don't yeah. know how cool yeah. we are. And I got to test that. That's, yeah. I got to test that. That's why I said. It is really cool. I will say. Hey, that was, that's what, that's why I said the deep word under my breath. Because <laughs> I was upset. But I didn't know that he can handle yeah. me saying that word. Um, and so, and so, so there's, so there's that, okay. there's that piece to it too. Um, there was a third thing. Um, Before you move on, that's even how I, um, so like I, when I was growing up, like I feel like I feel like we're opposites. Like we're total opposites in that regards. Like when I was growing up, I just spat them out more. Like just slinging them slinging all them. at school. Yeah. When I got home, they yeah. up, slinging them all, cussing you out left and right. Actually, was calling my free and my beef. <laughs> right. I was doing all of that, mm -hmm. but it's like I don't know. I guess I guess, and maybe it was because. I, I guess got it. I won't even say get it out of my system because it's not like I don't know. I can't explain it, but it's like now I don't do that as much. Like there's certain what words that I that I just don't feel comfortable saying anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but sometimes I will think it <laughs> because of the situation. But sometimes, sometimes I will say it because of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's like, I guess it, as I got older, it's just certain words I didn't feel comfortable saying anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and even like I never really felt comfortable saying, like cursing in front of my mom. Like now I'll be like, like if I'm talking to my mom and I'm trying to explain to her something that happened. And I, so I'll be like, excuse my French, but I said, da -da 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 -da, and I'll say it because I'm trying to, you know, reenact what happened. Mm -hmm. And like, she doesn't have a problem. But I know my mom has cursed before, like because of the situations that we, she was in. And um, like, she doesn't like say them. I don't know. It's just that I, I can't explain it. It's just that feel of I don't feel comfortable saying it. Not that I feel bad saying it. I just don't feel comfortable. I mean, there's. And that's a hard, that's a hard, is that an emotion or is that like a being comfortable? Like, can it be an emotion? <laughs> like, um, that's discomfort that's very, sounds like an emotion to me. So it's like, there's just some things you don't feel comfortable with. And mm -hmm. I don't know, you can, you can try to figure out why, but you just know, you just don't feel comfortable with it. Um, and so like, if I don't feel comfortable with something, I don't do it. Yeah. You know? 
and yeah. that, and that's okay. I think and that go. I think that's what my third point was when you said that sometimes it'll seem like I have a discomfort with saying certain things or at the force the word out of me. Like they're still they're still kind of like a I'm not used to saying it still, even though I've said it a lot. And so, you know, there's still kind of that awkwardness that I feel because like I haven't been using these words like this, you know, for 30, 35 years. I haven't when I said my first when I was really trying to sling it hard and I cut and said it right in front of my mama. She she threw me in the room and threw a Bible in there. It was like, read the Bible, you know? And so, you probably you know, said it in, a, in, a, in the wrong situation. No, 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 no. I was I was very happy when, when I said it. It was the S word. I was watching the game show. And again, the person uh, surprisingly got the answer right. And I was like, oh. And my mom was like, what? And so, threw me in the room and threw a Bible at me. I was five, you know? It was like, I, it was a. Like, find where we should, find where we shouldn't say shouldn't Bible. It, Right, um, right. Well, I see ass. <laughs> um, I see hell. Oh, damn. I don't know. Mom. Mom. Can I say those words? Don't you know? So, you know, so here I am, five years old, confused as all get out because, like I said, I see these words, but you told me I can't say them. But now I don't know what to do, but I don't like being in this room by myself. I don't like having his Bible thrown at me. Well, so. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. I said nothing. And that's how it always, that's how it was for me. Like, I, so I was always plumb terrified, you know. That they I say like, you can go to hell, you better say they can go to a lake of fire. Lake of fire. Fire <laughs> All the words. All make... those other words. <laughs> one word. You know, you know, don't, so it's always, so that was always what was going on with me. I just always scared of lightning bolts firing down on my, my soul because I said a cuss word, even though again, I'm thinking every last one of them. And so that's where fricks and the derns and the craps and the shoots and the um, and gosh darns and that's all why that I came like from. saying those more. I don't know because to me, they're fun. Okay. Yeah. I might be thinking the, the real word. But I don't know. Sometimes it's to me, it's just funnier, or it's it's I don't know. It's different. It's, it's something it's, it's that it's I had never yeah. like. You had never did the real thing. I had never did the fake thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so it was just cooler, <laughs> funnier to say those words to me. <laughs> like what? I'm always saying, Papa Spritas. Okay, Papa Spritas. God dang it, man. Shoot a monkey. Shoot, shoot down. my pants. That, mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Turn it to heck. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, that makes sense. Yeah, that was, um, that's where that came from for me. Like, I was always, I was, I've always been, I always think them, never said them. And in trying to under, in trying to be honest with myself, you know, I said if I'm thinking it, I I should say it. That's 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 where that's where it came. That's where it came down that for me. That was my next point. Somewhat, mm -hmm. even if we're thinking something, should we always act on what we're thinking? I know it says you know, think it, and you might as well do it. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean no, so that's I not think true. To my, okay, yeah, because yeah, I could think to myself, oh, I'm about to go cuss this chick out because she done pissed me off. Listen, last America time. Home Shield gonna get. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's work. They're going to get but, this work tomorrow. It, hey, I'm Some words that. might come out. I'm with you on that. Just saying. But it doesn't mean that I should act on the it, it it show, it show, don't. I because show I'm doing it, it because of the emotion it, that I'm it, feeling at the time. There's yeah. intent behind Just it. like you talked about, mm -hmm. it's the intent. It's the intent. Which intent. Why you're and I intend to give these people <laughs> this business tomorrow because they did I don't feel shielded by them. I am the shield. the shield. You have fixed the I am Marshall the shield. Team. I'm the shield. I should be getting paid. Shoot. Like I'm um that's just crazy to me. You mm -hmm. fixed the washing machine. Come on. Someone had to come and tell us the problem. 
Yeah, we had to pay them to do that. Exactly. <laughs> and then I went and fixed them myself. Please get rid of Home Shield. Okay, if you with American Home Shield, I wish I was gonna ask them to be a sponsor, but I don't care no more. They can mm-hmm. get, get this business now. No. So, but that, but again, but that goes back to again ill intent. Like, intent what, what's what's gonna happen? What what for what point? For what point or purpose? So I guess the the reason I like to say the funny stuff is to be because it's funny to me. Yeah. That might not be the intent that I think of, you know, behind it all. But like when you really sit down and think about why you do some of the things you do, mm-hmm. it really helps us to take a long, hard look at us as individuals, mm-hmm. you know. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's a really good thing to do because we always talk about, you know, as a follower of Christ, always checking yourself. Mm-hmm. Always checking within yourself. Yeah, check well, check with your spouse, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. But always check within yourself too, because not always your spouse is going to be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we have to do that for ourselves, and not saying that the other person is wrong for not doing that. You know, life gets busy. I get it, and you know, you thinking everything is good and everything might be good, but it's always still good to check in, check in. during the good not just the bad mm-hmm. you know i remember when we were going through our um our tough time you know and every so often more than we do now we would check in so much you know mm-hmm. we don't do that as much now and that's not a bad thing you know you, you may need to check in more when you're going through than you do when you're not but still check in mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so checking in with you know them as well as checking in with yourself and God. Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget that. Because yeah. I feel like when we start to forget that, then that's when we start to lose who we truly are in God. Mm-hmm. And so that kind mm-hmm. of that's, that complacency. That's, yeah, that's really important. And then I wonder sometimes is that why we feel like I don't know. I'm just feeling this way, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember this see the show, the show called Bold and the Beautiful. I don't know if you ever I've seen heard that stuff. It. It's a it, it's one of those soap operas. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of those yeah. soap yeah, operas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And um what you said is yeah. is, is very profound in that one of the characters, you know how they'll sometimes they'll have these people be in a relationship and they'll not they'll break up and then they'll get back together and then they'll break mm-hmm. up, get back together and they'll break up mm-hmm. and they'll they'll go in cycles. It was it right, and so so this dude, he, his life is perfect at this point. Good job, good spouse, good money, all that stuff. But on on this particular episode, kid you not, it was the randomest thing to happen on this show at this point. He started thinking about that girl again, and it started the spiral for them to get back in the relationship. And mess their marriage up and create the drama all over again. But didn't know why he started thinking about it again. It was random. It was random. That that's the thing. It was literally. The thing was, is, he didn't talk about it, did he? He didn't talk about it. He didn't talk about it with his wife. Dang sure didn't talk about it with his friends. He he went talk to her. No, you can't yeah, do that. That's what, no. But but the point. The, the that's not the that's not the point. The point is just like you said. In times of peace, mm-hmm. when things are good. We still gotta check in every now and then. Cause exactly. just like you said, I'm feeling some type of way and I don't know why I'm feeling like this. You know, he started thinking about girl. Why? Yeah. Why you why are you thinking about her right now? You know, mind you, they got a lot of history, so clearly they got a lot of memories to, to go through Rolodex for. But even then, what are you thinking about her for to the point where you wanna go call her? Like you, what kind of hold does she have on you still? And all the mess y'all done been through, and all the stuff y'all went through season twenty and season twenty three. Oh man, see, and that's oh my gosh, when you say stuff like that, when you said the things that y'all have been through, I think that's that familiarity. Come on now, that complacency. Come on now. I think about you know people who have been in jail for so long, and then when they get out, it's like. I don't know what to do. I yeah, need to go back is, to jail. I need jail. to go back home. Oh, what they feel like, mm. and not not know not yeah. knowing, especially if you're not a Christian, yeah, yeah, that yeah, the yeah, place yeah, yeah, is yeah. not your it's home. Not your home, but it as, feels but like it, feels it because like it's it. all you've known, you know? or it's the safest place you felt. Exactly, and so mm-hmm. being just like, and I'm, I probably I'm probably jumping right now. Okay, just like when challenging a Christian with what they grew up on. 
and challenging them as they are older, it's like they get defensive because yeah. then it's like you're de- you're you're, you're challenging my safe my space, safe my space. home. That's you're attacking right. That's right. my family. And that's right. That's right. To me, depending mm-hmm. on who it is and and what it's about and their intent, it's not really an attack. Mm-mm. For me, I can see how, and I know that you know in the past. You probably had this problem with me with like just asking random questions. Mm. To me, a mm-hmm. lot of it is curiosity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you have mm-hmm. some people out there who are just like that. But then you do have your other people out there who are who are asking to you know challenge you and to be, they're trying you know, to bait you and, and trying to kind of trying to goad you and but, be like, see, yeah, see, that's what I don't believe now. But so, no, but you're yeah. but you're right though. You know because. When we when we have become comfortable mm-hmm. in our safe space, yes. we're comfortable in our safe space. Even if that's not a good safe space. Even if it's not good. Jesus. Even when it's not good. I'm thinking about abuse it, of marriage now. Come on, now. come on. When God, it's not good, this but is it's everywhere. safe. It's, when it's, it's safe, feels... any threat to that becomes a challenge Ooh, that we have to water. fight. And that's what happened to a lot of people in the faith, too. Dang. That's what happens with us. That's what happened with us when we got saved. Yeah. When we got oh, saved, yes. God came for our safe space. Yes. He said, I can't let that be your safe space because My. I'm your I safe am. space. Yes. I am your peace. I am your joy. I am. It. And so I'm coming for the gods. Yes. I'm coming for them. I'm Lord coming for your idols. I'm coming for them. I'm tear. I've got to tear them down. I gotta, you know, your your spouses. I gotta make them do something that makes you realize I can't make that. I can't make that person my my, my top. Yes. I can't make that person my top. Yes. That job. I gotta do something there yes. so that you see you can't depend on this. Yes. You can't, oh, this cannot then, be. Then bringing this round full circle again mm-hmm. from the very beginning what we talked about. God knows us though, so He knows how to, you know, interact with Him or interact mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Like the way He may interact with you may it's not be different. the way He may interact with me mm-hmm. because we're different. We're different and people. not saying that He's not showing Him true His true self, mm-hmm. but He has to show it in a way that where will we get your attention. That will get your attention. Cool, that's how He does. That's who God is, and that's why we always say God is not. You can't put Him in a box. Yeah, you can't oh put him in the box. Gosh, he didn't no. go to Abraham the same way he went to Isaac, the yes. same way he went to Jacob, the same way he went to David, the same way he got to Paul, same way he got to his um disciples. And Jesus didn't catch all twelve of his originals, <laughs> originals. He didn't catch all of his, his all his originals um the same way. Yeah, you know, he went to Matthew a different way than he went to Simon and um yeah. and um and Andrew. You know, yeah. he went he go he he meets you where you're at. Mm-hmm. He meets you where you're at. And he knows how to get his people. And so that's why, you know, it's a matter of us being open to change. Yes. And not saying that we that we back down on what we believe. But I feel that it's healthy to question that. Yes. A lot of people, especially growing up, say, don't you question God. Don't you question this. Don't you question that. But if we don't ask the question, how are we going to know? We're just going to go off of what you tell us. Right. But then you're always telling us to know it for yourself. So how can we know it for ourselves if we don't ask the question? Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's healthy to question, you Mm -hmm. know, question why, question who, question can, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? No, what it is, what it is a lot of times is that, you know, people, people just want you People love people, the people that we've grown up with, they live in a very black and white world. It's either this or that. There is no gray area. There's no gray, there is no gray between that. And so whatever they have been taught is what they're going to pass down. I said this a lot in pastoring, and I still believe it to this day, Before, even before 20, 2014 forward, but even before then, I always said it's interesting that we keep recycling the same verses from the Bible every freaking time we get up to <laughs> preach, teach, talk, whatever. So we are so biblically illiterate, mm. we don't realize how human 
these authors were mm -hmm. who wrote these books. Yeah. We only look at the verses that that match what we want to preach on yeah. or what we want to teach on. Yeah. And we recycle those things so much. People don't realize that a lot of the Bible, if they really sat down and read these things, wow. Like, dude, these people were human. Yes. Like, human, human. God spoke to them just like he speaks, he speaks to, to us. us. Mm -hmm. they, they, these are human beings that with, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're inspired to write or inspired mm -hmm. to, you know, beat down armies. We're inspired to cross seas and we're inspired to, you know, create kingdoms and watch them fall and yep. everything else in between. But we only want we but the point that I was trying to make was because we've been recycling these same verses and these same hymns and these same songs. When people, when we start to question those things, the reason, <laughs> the reason why they don't want us to question is because they don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't realize that that's okay. That's okay to not have the answers. Okay. Let's go look for the answer. Yeah. But instead, it's you're questioning God. No. But what it is I mean, is you're, well, you're, you're yeah. well, yeah, we're questioning. <laughs> but what, but what they're really saying is not that we're questioning God; is we're questioning their safe space. Oh, wow. That's safety to them. Yeah. And if you start questioning that, now they're having anxiety. Ah, uh, yeah. Because now has everything that I've learned, everything that. I've been told, been called into question. Because just like when we were talking to, you know, Macedonia about tithing, you got people who have lived and in died by tithing. Yeah. So when you go in and try to show them Second Corinthians where it tells them God just wants you to give mm -hmm. and he wants you to give in a way to where the ones who don't have enough have and the ones who have a lot don't, you know, they're not excessive and that's how the church grows. Yeah. You try to tell them that nope. you're questioning their safe space because that's where they've gotten their blessings from. That's mm -hmm. where they've gotten their health from this so they so they so they think because that's all they've known that's all they've been taught for 30 40 50 60 years no one ever took them down second corinthians chapters 8 and 9 they took them to malachi 3 and where that one little verse says will a man rob god how through tithes and offerings and that's all they told him you know uh we'll test god in this we'll watch he won't pour you out a blessing you won't have room enough to receive that's mm -hmm. all they know about tithes that in the in the verse where Abraham gave to the um, to Melchizedek a tenth of all of what he won in a battle. But they don't talk about the woman and make that part of it. No, they no, that. they don't. No, and, and and they and they miss and they miss the whole thing about Everything. the tithing system and what it meant for the Israelite nation. They miss all of that. But that's because no one took them through it. For, so for 50, 60 years, that's all they knew. Now comes this new stuff, and it ain't new. It's always been there. Yeah. There's no one ever walked them through it. So now their safe space is being threatened because they feel like if I don't tithe, God won't bless me. And so then that makes me wonder, because we've talked about this before, you know, what happens, what happens when the tithing that you've been doing and the way that you said God is going to bless you, what happens when you get sick and don't get ill? What happens with all that? And that kind of makes me sad because then I think about, you know, like if <clears throat> I feel like it's, I feel like it's a, I don't know if it's the right word, but I feel like it's a cop out. So if you say that, you know, God is now not blessing your health. All right. So I got to keep tithing. So God can bless me to have the strength to deal with it. But that that still doesn't make any sense because you already have that in you, right? If you have God in you like you say you do, like it makes me sad because now you're going into I have to do so I can get. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. But exactly. um I don't know. I'm I yeah, just hit <laughs> But yeah, that that part makes me sad because then you'll have those who are unsaved. Start to then question, well, you said God blesses you, but your health is failing tremendously now. So what? 
forgetting that we're not on this earth to live forever. Come on. Is it not a blessing that you're going to <sighs> pass away? Like, you know, so exactly. yeah, go ahead. No, go. Um, and so when mm. you have that unsaved person see that, mm -hmm. it makes them kind of rethink about everything because you got them thinking that God is going to bless them the way that they, they want, to, want be to be blessed. And that's not. And when it doesn't happen, they're now at war with, with God. God because of oof, because of you because of you and what you're saying and doing. Yes. And so that and that's and that's that's where again the 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 issue with you know with faith comes in to play for a lot of people who don't believe. Mm -hmm. Because they're looking at us as the examples. They're looking at us as, you know, the way forward. And so, but they, but they don't see us as the way forward to making peace with God. They look at God as a means to get what they, they want. want. And so they go to church, they go to Bible study, they do all the things. <laughs> and in doing all the things, they think that that's the way. And what did God say in Romans 1? Not only am I going to give you over to a reprobated mind, I'm going to I'm going to put people up mm -hmm. in places to make you think that this is OK. And y'all going to celebrate each other in your stupidity. Yeah. Y'all going to celebrate. You're going to lift each other up in your stupidity. So now, again, when someone comes with the truth mm -hmm. that says you can't. you you don't have no, you, here, you know, not even you can't. You don't have to do this and God will still bless you because yeah. he loves you, not because you did anything That's not for true. him. There that it is. That's not true. I don't, I don't believe that. That makes me think about that time when we went to this specific church and it just rubbed me the wrong way when they told me, well, if you don't, you know, use your voice, then God's going to take it away. You know, and yes, he has the power to do that. But just because I don't use it for because your benefit, yeah, right, doesn't mean that he's gonna take it away, like, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that I never thought about it then, like, I think about it now, and even then, it just kind of sat weird in my spirit, mm -hmm. like, I'm nowhere where I used to be, and mm -hmm. and so, like, I feel like I really have grown. Um, but back then, it just and it's like you, it's, it's like you know, that's how we talked about, I feel like something off today. I felt like that statement was off, mm -hmm. but just didn't know how to how to say it, how, how to, to articulate it, how to, it, how to think through it, it, how to pray yeah. on it, how to talk to God about it, what to do with it. And that's what a lot of things, that's what a lot of issues were for, you know, for a long time for us that we didn't know how to really talk about what we were feeling on the inside and how to really talk about it because we were always told, don't look like what you're going through. Yeah. You know, pray about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's in God's hands. It was never. Let's tease that out. Yeah. Let's talk through it. Let's figure it out. Why let's understand it. Why? Right. 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 And 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 not being honest about those things. And so, you know, so again, when someone when something comes up in opposition to the safe space that we've created for ourselves, the safe skin that we live in. We don't we can sometimes mistake the truth about God for a lie and we end up, you know, missing the true blessing, which is God pulling us out of our safe space and bringing us closer to him who is the true safe safety. space. Yeah. He's the safe space. Yeah, because no, this is where I'm comfortable. This is what I've built. This is the, the kingdom that I've built for myself. God, Eddie, and I mean, if you really think about it, safety is not always comfortable sometimes. It's, it's never. Safety is pushing through that uncomfortable yes. feeling. What are we talking about? We tell people about fear. We tell them all the time courage is not the absence of fear, mm -hmm. it's having fear and taking fear with you. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to walk up this mountain. We are scared as all get out. Thunderbolts, lightning, fire, brimstone, burnt, raining down from this mountain, but we climbing it. Yeah, you know that's true. Right. But yeah, I mean that's what that's that's where I was coming from and thinking, and I'm mad at how I'm not mad, but it's funny how that the first statement led to another, led to another. That's how we do. But yeah, this is the truth. It's, it's the truth, and. 
again, for a lot of people who don't know Jesus, they don't know God, they're looking to us or they're looking to Christians. I don't know if they're looking at us. They're looking to Christians and they're looking and they're seeing this is what it is. This is what it's all about. And, you know, and, and that's why it's so sad to see the things that we see in the world, because like we always say, people are looking for peace. They're looking for comfort. They're looking for joy. They're looking for satisfaction. They're looking for, you know, for, they're looking for God, mm-hmm. but they're seeking him in all these, all these wrong places. And when they come to the church, or they come to a Christian and we don't look any different from a spiritual sense than what the street does. Mm-hmm. They don't have a reason. They're like, you know what? I might as well stay where I'm at. Yeah. Cause this ain't, this ain't, this ain't no better. Yeah. This ain't no better. And, and when they come with their questions, don't question God. It's like, exactly. you know, or even as soon as you get in, all right, let's get to work. Right. Like, no, I just came from working out in the streets. I want to sit down for a minute. Right. (laughs) I want to work right now. (laughs) Can I sit down? Okay, if this is what God wants, no, boo. This is what I want. (laughs) Right. Right. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Man. And that is is, funny because that actually leads me to what I wanted to talk about today. I don't know if we'll be able to get through it all. But I'm gonna try anyway, mm-hmm. because as I was watching the TikTok video, I won't talk about the other part of it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Watching the TikTok video, and the TikTok video was talking about people who are like doing this thing called quiet quitting at work, and <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to work forty hours a week anymore, and they don't want to work in a capitalistic society. They don't want to get a degree for somebody else. That was the the basis of a lot of what they were saying. And this lady was basically saying she feels the same way. And that's why she created this organization to help people become free and do what they really love and do what they want to do and things like that. Um, I won't go into my response and all that because that's not the point. Before you go on, you're basically making yourself a God for other people. That's what I hear when I hear that. Bruh! Keep going. That's, keep going. that's the point. Keep that going. was my point. That yeah. was my the tertiary point. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word. Um, but, <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Right. But but the, 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 the thing that made me so sad is that, you know, they are looking for peace, uh-huh. right? They're, they're looking for peace. They don't feel like they should be working a 40-hour work week. They're looking for peace. And there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. None of us are meant to be working for nothing. And if that's what you feel like you're doing, like you're running a rat race, I understand that. That there feels like there's no purpose in that. But when you start going down the rabbit hole of, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be working at all, like, that's when it starts to get problem gets problematic for me. And here we are as Christians saying God designed us for work. And I think that and before you keep going, I want you to no, go over where you're going. No, no, but, I told you we're not gonna talk yeah. about it today. I don't want to. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but I feel like, you know, we're made to work, but I almost feel like sin made it where work for us is tedious yes it hurts it's burdensome yeah he told that to adam in genesis 3 he said in genesis 3 he said you gonna work but this gonna suck because before work was great it was fantastic you loved it doing this and doing this and building right it may not have seemed like work it was right it was joyful it was joyful there are moments on our jobs where we feel like we have conquered the world right Like, God, I had such a great day at work today. And let me tell you why. But then there are those days where it's like, man, work sucked. And let me tell you why. You know, like, those things happen. Both those things happen. So work can't just be about feeling good. 
Because if work is just about feeling good, then you're never going to want to work. You're going to never want to work. Because you, you, the first few days, that honeymoon phase is going to end really quick. And you ain't going to work no more. None of us do. None of us do. Even with my job, it's the best job I've ever had. But yeah. there are days where I'm like, you know what? I want to take a, I want to take an hour off. Yeah. I don't want to talk to this person today. Like, yeah. I, it, it, it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens to everybody. And so I feel like for the people who are like sitting, sitting in their feelings, they are like we were talking about before, um, not here, but in a conversation about an hour or so ago, or some at some point, you know, we cannot operate on our feelings. Yeah. We cannot act on our feelings. We cannot act on our feelings. We cannot act on our feelings. And so, you know, we have to be so careful. We are we are allowed to feel how we feel. There are emotions. Yeah. Yes, we are allowed. We are allowed there to have feelings. Yes, today I don't feel like doing anything. I don't. I don't feel like it. I want to sit in my bed. I want to do nothing. But if we sit in that feeling for too long, we will start to build a kingdom out of that. Mm -hmm. We build a God out of that. Yes. The God of sloth, laziness, yeah. you know, non-working. Like we start to build a God out of that. And more so than in any other generation, we, it is so easy now to build gods around stuff because yes. other people feel the same way. Yeah, so all you have to do is find your people. Find your people. You feel what you feel. So now we've created this kingdom of feeling like not working. Mm -hmm. And now we can create a whole thing called quiet quitting that's become a trend. So what, you quit your job? No, what they do is they, they do the meet the least the least amount of work on the job. There's no purpose. I'm just here to collect a check. I'm gonna do the bare minimum to collect a check. Dude, that ain't quiet quitting. People have been doing that for generations. You're still working your 40 hours, dude. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. Right. You're still you're working. Still working. You're, still there. you're working until you will go to the and that's why I said it makes no sense to me. Because many people have done that. Like that's not a trend. It's not new. It's not new. It's it's a thing that people do until they get to in a position where they're no longer having to work at that job. That happens all the time. But then what happened when your boss come in and say to you, "Hey, I'm, I'm seeing this. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You gonna pick up, gonna the, pick pace. up the pace? That's not no quiet quitting. Or or you gonna lose your job? Or you gonna lose your job? Then what? Then what? Okay, boo, you free now. You free now. Now it's free. That was the argument that I was making with the people. Yeah. Like, dude. What's your plan? Is this the freedom that you want? Is this what you wanted? Because if it because is, you got it. You got it now. now you're, not, you're, not in the, you're not working in the capitalist society anymore. Oh, now what? You're not working. Your degree ain't being used by somebody else. Now what? now what? You got what you wanted. The freedom that you wanted, you now have. Now what? What are you going to do with it? Okay. Like, you're not going to another country. You're not, you're not going to find something. you going to do that. You got a job. You got a job. You got a you know, that's why I told him, like, you oh, y'all sitting here complaining gosh. about this. This is the world that God, that God has ordained in his permissive will for us to be in right now. Oh, my God. And what's worse, this same thing that we're mad about here in America has been happening for thousands of years. Oh, Every civilization that has ever existed has done some type of barter and trade system where for gold or for shekels or yeah. for rubies or whatever they said was the commodity by which we gonna trade goods this is what we gonna use so you gotta figure out how you gonna you know get your rubies go get your 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 gold shekels okay. in order to make money like you know what i mean in order to get the goods you want to get the food get the Chickens. I guess I'm still just, you know, confused as to how you think that we're not supposed to work. Like, right, right. How would what like what, in what universe does that make sense? You got to do something. You and it's not even about the the working forty hours a week that gets yeah. me. You've got to, God made us for purpose. Yeah, we got to be doing something. Sitting down doing nothing is it. It only works for a little while. Yeah. Because I remember when I was when I when I left the prison and was um you know coming over to um to the job I'm working at now like them first few days were fantastic. Yeah. But after the first few days, I'm like, 
I know, Dicky. I knew how the summer felt. Trust and believe. I knew how. That's why I was glad I had to work. I was like, I could do it. I could. That's why I commended you. I bowed down. Like, I'm so sorry. You know, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. I get it because we were meant to be productive. We were meant to be productive. It's not to say that everybody's got to be working at some person's job. That's not everybody's purpose. I get that and I understand that. But but right, but it's not everybody's it's not meant for everybody to work um to be entrepreneurs. Yes. Like people keep always saying to me, when you go want to private practice, I don't want to do private practice. I don't want that headache. Yeah. I don't I don't want the paperwork stuff. I love my job. My job, I see the people, write my note and go. I ain't gotta worry about billing, I ain't gotta worry about insurance, I ain't gotta worry about none of that stuff. I never wanted to do that part. I just wanna do the therapy. That's it. And so, you know. So for so so for so for some people, entrepreneurship is great, but for other people, they want that forty hour, thirty hour, twenty hour work week and come home. They don't want to have to deal with all the other responsibilities that come with that. I don't, some people, I I'm that person. Right. And so again, see, and that's where we're different. It's like you can work from home. I can't. No, listen, no, no, please, please, please don't misunderstand. You know, and I, I, we in the nest. Please don't, don't misunderstand. This is hard for me. Not from this perspective, like I'm going like nuts, but this is hard for me because I've never been in a situation where it's only, it's just been me. I've always worked with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've always been that social person, you know? So this is difficult for me to do, but the, the benefits, yeah. I'm learning yeah. very, very well. And I've got plenty of things to keep me occupied. And I've got good friends who I talk to from time to time. And it's all above board. And so I'm good. Like it's what it took. But, but them first couple of months were difficult for me yeah. because I was I'm used to being in the office. I'm used to being around people. I'm used to having conversations. I'm used to meetings. Like them first two weeks, I'm like, oh, I am really out here by myself. They were not playing. Like they were not playing. I'm really out here on my own. I go to meetings if I want to. Not because I have to. I connect because I want to. Not because I have to. I am not used to that. And so it was a very, it was a, the learning curve, it wasn't steep, but it was new. Um, and so to that end, like, I, I, I know that I'm not necessarily built for it, but I learned because I like the money yeah. and I like the work and I like what it affords me. So I learned. And that's what, I, and I feel like, I feel like that's what's being lost in this generation today. I feel like they want all of the benefits, but none of the work. None of the work. They want all the pleasures. That's not even microwave. That's just right. instant that, right. gratification. Right. Like, like, is there it, some instance that's like going to the restaurant and just having it? You know? Right. As soon as you, soon as you sit down. Let me let somebody else break their back so I can reap from it. Right. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how this works. That's not how work works. That's not how purpose works. You got to be doing something productive, something productive. Even if it's not for to benefit the society of man, you got to be doing something to keep yourself productive. There are so many people who, in their elder years after they retired, died six months later because they were no longer productive. They weren't doing anything. Like I, I feel bad for my grandfather. Like you know, after he stopped preaching, he sat down for six months. We need to make sure after we retire, we got, we got something to do. That's what I'm saying. Plan something. We gotta be doing something. Like we gotta be out this house. We gotta yeah. be writing something, producing yeah. something, singing something. Like something. we gotta be doing something. Like we can't just sit on our laurels. Is that right? Uh-huh. Something. That's what I'm saying. We were pro- we were made to be productive. Period. We made to be productive. Now, yes, bring it on. Like, like, again, it's not to say that we should, that if you feel like you're at a dead end job, mm-hmm. I, I understand. Yeah. What is your plan? Yeah. I'm talking to a person right now, and that's her issue. Like, she's like, I don't, I'm just so tired of job. Boo, get your certification. Once you certified, get out. Yeah. Like, don't stay there any longer than you need to. Yeah. Because if you do, you're going to continue down this path of misery. So get get what you need to get out of it. I told like three or four people that same thing. Right. Like you're miserable right now. Don't stay there. Just don't stay. Get what you need to get out of it. Get your resume beefed up. 
and get out of there. Get out of there. Do you feel you feel me? Do you feel me? What's the name? You got how many? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Single digits. <sighs> so it's like so again. That's why you know God designed us for work, and I wish that people. But again, it's just the way the world works. But I wish that people would stop looking for someone to validate their feelings and then stay there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna validate you, but I'm gonna also hold you accountable. Exactly. I'm gonna understand, I'm, 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 I'm understand you're where you're coming from. Don't nobody want to work. Don't yeah. nobody want to work. We all want to sit and drink my ties on the beach. Woo. But even a vacation good right does. But even a vacation gets boring. And get, oh, who you telling? And what do we do? We long for home. Yes. When we, we go vacation, as soon day three hits, it's time to go home. Yeah. It's time to go home. We love the time that we spent there, but I'm longing for home. Ah, oh, bring it back full circle. Somebody in prison. Somebody in a bad relationship. Yeah, I'm out of this. Makes me think about. Um, makes me think about this. Um, makes me think about a lady who um, who she was in a bad relationship, but then um, and she got out. You know, someone helped her get out, but then the guy came and he got hurt or something, mm -hmm. and she. Um, she wanted to take care of him because she felt bad for him, mm -hmm. and so now he knows where she lives. She yeah. got out, yeah. But then uh, you mm -hmm. know, it's just this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. And 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 it's again, it's like, dude, you did all this work. You got all, all these, these people involved. Yes. You made you you all the the clarion calls. You got yes. red flags. Everything like, come save me. Yes. And get right, back get right back in the situation, right back into it. And it's because it felt comfortable, yes. it felt safe. It's all you know, yes. And, yes. All and all of that. And, and not even just familiarity with them, it's familiarity with your oh my gosh, familiarity with your role. Woo! Oh, wow, yes, okay. with your role. Your I'm role. used to being the caretaker. This person's <laughs> putting me back in that position because right now. I'm free. I'm, I'm free from that. I'm not doing that. But I don't know what to do but with it myself. Off. It feels yeah. off. It feels weird. I'm not used to taking care of myself. And so instead of questioning that and then trying to get answers for why you're feeling the way you feel, and you thanking God go for back, the peace, you just go back into you go that back role. to what you know. You go what what feels comfortable. Wow. And God's like, I just pulled you out of that. I just pulled you out of the darkness. And brought you back into the light, but just like just like it says in scripture, what will a dog do? A dog will throw up, walk away, and then go right back to its vomit yes. and lick it off the ground. Yes, but that's what we do as people. Yes, we, we 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 finally threw it up. We finally threw out the net, the mess that was in our stomach. Yeah, got the got the stuff out, and we're walking, and then we're like, ooh, and we go right back to it. Yeah, because it's comfortable, it's safe. Mm -hmm. To us, and God's like, no, I don't need you to be safe. I need you to be well. Yes. I need you to be whole. Yes. I need you to be complete in me. Exactly. Come here. I just pulled you out of that. <laughs> but hey, but thanks be to God that God's not a God where He's like, didn't I just pull you out of this? Oh my God. He's like, nope. I go get him again. Right. And He's okay. it, let's go. Send him back. Run it again. That. Let's run it again. We died for that. They're not us. Jesus. They got the whole spirit in them, yes. but they're not us. Let's go get them again. Yes. Because it, because sanctification is a process, mm -hmm. and that process takes time. Yeah. And thank God that we serve a God who allows us to be vulnerable, open, going back full circle, open, honest, and vulnerable and transparent with him. Mm -hmm. And he works in us yes. to exercise that which he has placed in us so that we can be more like him every day yeah. and so going back to what you said at the very top like even as as i'm having this conversation i'm checking myself to revisit the conversation i had with myself two years ago why was i why am i using these words mm. because i've gotten comfortable so what is now my intent behind using them mm -hmm. and is my intent still the same 
Because if it's not, I need to check myself. And thanks be to God that we can have the honesty, the openness, and the transparency to be able to sit down with God and with our accountability partner and say, hey, what are you using those words for? What are you doing this for? Yeah, because if you're using these things for the wrong reasons, then you need to check that. Yeah. So, yeah, this was good, man. Yeah, this was good. I wasn't was good. Like, okay, I'm gonna be real with you. You know, people who are listening, like, you was like, we're doing it today. It was like, man, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's been a long, long, long weekend. weekend, long, tiring, yeah. and physical weekend. Yeah. And so we are mentally, physically, not emotionally, um, drained. Yeah, it's so, it was emotionally fulfilling. Well, it's, it's yeah, been emotionally fulfilling, fulfilling yeah. but it's been draining as all get it out of so for the body. Draining. Like you get a taxing, taxing so, weekend for sure. I don't know, just something in me is like in here, and I'm on my phone. You know, sometimes when you uh, look at you know different certain people, I look at their channels on Facebook, mm-hmm. and so I was just sitting here and I was about to start looking, and I was like. I just want to have a conversation, even though I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm sitting here rubbing my eyes and yawning, but this conversation is very I don't know. fulfilling. Yeah, very so, fulfilling. Yep, call my husband out of the room, like, hey, <laughs> have a conversation, you know. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, to dragged you out the room. No, it's fine. It's I, I needed. I didn't know I needed this until <laughs> you asked the first question, and now I know. Got something to go to God with now, you know. And, and I wasn't doing, trying to do that. No, either. but no, but but that's but it's but it's great though because that's what we need. You said it in the middle. We don't ask the check-in question like we used to. Not that that's a problem, but we don't even know sometimes what we need to check in for. And so that's for you true. to even ask the question, it's like, oh, dude, I never really, I haven't revisited that since two years ago. That's a two-year situation two and a half year situation and when that when that all started up mm-hmm. and so it's like you know i had to revisit it since like i just been okay this is the this is the path i'm on so now here i am and so oh shoot i hadn't thought about it in two and a half years so it gives me something to go back and think about now um and go to god on and, and ask him you know is this do i what what am i what am i doing it for what am i doing it for and mm-hmm. Do I need to, you know, revisit, you know, again, everything that we talked about, proximity, closeness, intimacy, all that kind of stuff, and and da 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 da, da to determine whether or not it's something that I need to continue doing. Because the honest and the truth is, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I, to me, it's neither a good or a good thing. Yeah, like you right. said. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's neither good or bad. Right. It's no intent yeah. behind it. And so again, so again, to say that I don't need to, then says, do I want to? Yeah, the very right. The I don't need go. to. I don't need to cuss to express my feelings, to express my wrath, to express my joy. I don't need to do that, you know. And so, you know, again, now, will I? Probably, but I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> See how you looking at me? Uh, we don't need to, but I might. Because feels good when we do in certain situations. Just say it. Just say it. Therefore, tomorrow, mm-hmm. American Home Shield might get this business and some cuss words might come out. Just say it. Might. Just say might it. Get might this might get this business. Some cuss words might just come say it. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right? So it goes back to intent. I don't need to do, like put it like I'm I'm trying to trying to shut it off. Um I'll say it like this. I don't identify. Yes. My 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 use of cuss words, I don't identify myself as a cusser. Yeah. Like I like if I stop cussing, it's not going to kill me. Yeah. You got some people who feel like their whole world has come to an end because they can't use cuss words no more. What does that make? What does that make me? You know, oh my God, you've been cussing for so long. Look, it's so hard, so difficult. Like it you shut on, shut like off. That. Yeah, right. It's a shut on, shut off. Like it's not. It's not the end of the world. It's not going to make my identity either more or less because I'm not using cuss words. Mm. Like I'm so. It's not. So it doesn't matter whether I do or don't. The question is, you know, what's my intent? You know, and you know, right. And so, um, yeah, this is good, man. 
Thank you for asking. I'm really glad we came here and sat down and had this conversation. Um, thank y'all for listening um, to, the, um, to the Jesus Unfiltered podcast. We really appreciate y'all so much for your listening. Um, and I look forward to doing this again next time. Yeah, yeah. next time. I mean, I feel like... I feel like even though we tried to, I, well, I tried to not do it today. I don't know. It's just become not this tradition or religious thing. It's just something that I felt like, hey, I feel like I want to do this right now. So, so let's do it. And it's just been on Sundays, not trying to make it, but it's just, you know, yeah, yeah. God knows. Exactly. And like we say, you know, we ever feel froggy, we got the technology clearly, so yeah. we can really do it whenever we feel the gumption to do so so yeah, yeah. um thank y'all for listening and yeah. we'll see y'all on the next episode peace out